Hello and welcome to the first episode of 2021 for Battle of Ballers and what a way to start eh? uh, <laughs> in the Premier League for sure. I, I think we have chosen a good year to, to start this podcast, right? Liverpool, United both are top with same number of points but the goal difference. You must be really happy about it. You must be sweating, right? No, I'm not. I'm not sweating. I'm just. Uh, not yet. Not yet, maybe. Yeah. No, sweat. not yet. Yeah. Because, because the thing is, uh, we are playing against uh, United and VAR, right? So it's it's like we are underdogs. Like Liverpool is underdog in in this case, because when you have two versus one, usually the one is underdog, right? You know, sometimes it it makes me wonder whether. Uh, mm. You know, anyone who's not a United fan, do they really have even brains? So, I'll give yeah, you. Yeah, of course, one. for you, yeah, you for you, United is everything. No, anybody, anybody outside United has to be. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, not. see, this is quite ridiculous. Okay, because if uh, we have been a little lucky on the VAR side, it does not mean if, that we have fought VAR. Okay. Okay. And most of the times, if you have a look at it, war has got us the right decision because that was meant to be. The fouls were real, the offsides were real. So, what's wrong? Yeah, yeah the fouls. No, the fouls were real. The only problem was, like for example, Pogba, the foul was real, but he fouled himself. <laughs> so, there's no questioning the foul. And but are he you tripped. telling me that? And are you telling me that war was not able to see this? Seriously? Well, I'm not telling you. See, I'm Michael just saying Oliver that. Okay, Michael Oliver has uh, followed in the steps of Martin Atkinson, Howard Webb, and the other popular, uh, you know, referees who, uh, some of whom are still playing, some of them who are still officiating teams. Uh, Michael Oliver but he still is quite. Gets a paycheck, right? He still gets a paycheck. It's not like he's doing it out of just pure passion. Out of from it is from the Premier League. It is not from any other team. Yes, yeah, so that's one thing. So Ferguson's uh, whatever he had uh, funds set aside in the 90s for the mm-hmm. <laughs> Premier League and the referees. I think that fund got over. But then now I think he has either he has generated or Woodward has. Um, I think that's what makes sense. Why they didn't go for Sancho and gone for Cavani in the summer? Ah, such a such a nice funny story <laughs> i think uh, well, okay okay jokes aside let's let's uh, i i'm only bringing it up because i i saw the foul against uh, pogba and the penalty that they conceded villa for me it wasn't a penalty i mean that's for me and then when yeah, you see twitter and online i think their goalkeeper and villa players and the pundits everybody kind of agree i don't know if you saw the foul and if you agree on that but I, it was I a did see wrong the foul. It was a, it's a plum foul. It was a plum. It was an absolute plum of foul. And uh, honestly speaking, I really don't care about what the Villa players have to say because after all, the opposition, they are the opposition team. So it's not surprising at all. Yeah, but they wouldn't put out something which is completely f- uh, false and ridiculous just for the sake of it, right? Unless they're on the right side. 
I mean, they they have a reputation as well, right? As players and athletes and professionals. Exactly, so. exactly. So that is up to you. You don't see they always uh, the opposition players posting uh, pictures of fouls and giving explanations or asking explanations. In this case, they don't do that always, right? So in this case, obviously, yeah. they felt it wasn't on not just them. when they are when players are desperate for the win and i see that because uh, i'll not make any bones about it uh, aston villa have been playing well they were on a good run and all of that probably mm-hmm. they couldn't anticipate the kind of uh, the kind of resurgence that we are beginning to show i will still say that because i think we are still yeah. a long way from being at the top of our game so okay. uh, kind of resurgence that uh, united are probably beginning to show now maybe mm-hmm. they didn't expect because uh, i don't think they expected the first goal nor did they uh, expect that they will concede a penalty that way because there was no there was no connection with the ball it was a clear touch with the shin and uh, yeah i don't think pogba has done anything wrong any player in his in his place would do the same thing they will no, probably that's the thing right so pogba was also shown in the game so i don't see anything so, wrong in what he has but the foul was definitely there no there was a clip in the game itself where luke shaw was going inside the box and he was one on one with a defender and there was a touch so f- football is a contact sport by the way right so any kind of touch doesn't mean that it's a foul right so there was a clip that pogba makes his hand gesture to luke shaw and asks him to go down right to go down for a dive so if that is the strategy in getting penalties i mean it can get you a few games but i don't know how far it's going to get them uh, overall but anyway that's it, it's it, i'm not saying players don't do it and it's just not united right and it's not like var has been utter I mean, come on we have, seen, we have seen the uh, we have seen many players do it uh, one many of the opponent, yeah. easiest ones one of the easiest ones that i recall uh, the player i think he used to literally uh, lie on the field always was certain jokol yeah jokol yeah jokol had that reputation uh, even the big players have had that well. ronaldo has had that reputation uh, neymar has had that reputation see luis suarez neymar, has had that reputation neymar is a different ah luis suarez of course that again uh, pedigree from and field out so it's okay <laughs> yeah but um, you no, see how uncanny not... these connections are you see how uncanny these connections are michael owen was one more as well and... no owen wasn't uh, well owen wasn't necessarily Seriously? like that yeah but are you going to tell me that owen never no, died but but it's not the players it's not the players is the refereeing we are discussing right if, if, if you have the now the referees have an extra pair of eyes on no, the name of technology about strategy about uh, pogba asking short to dive so that is about the players so uh, yeah I that is about the players how, when we move from the player strategies to the referees no what so i that meant is, was I mean, if you the you referees... liverpool fan is the problem with you guys when you find that you are cornered you will try and deviate the topic as for your convenience no 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 the thing I is okay let me complete then let me let me complete that analogy why i brought up that because if we as audience and as viewers can see the strategy of a player then the referees who are refereeing the game 
how why are they taking it at their liberty so so now what what the referees are saying to us is so are you okay football is that you need a, that you need another official to now look at the actions of players on the field no 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 Seriously? no 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 not that not that it's the general so if i'm refereeing a game i don't need to look at each and every player to know what they want to do or what they intend to do it is obvious if you're official like you said right uh, martin tyler or uh, Michael Oliver these guys have been officiating at the highest levels and they are trained to watch player movement their intention whatever and what not right True, but when it comes to a foul no when it comes to a foul they are just deciding now based on because football is a contact sport they are just picking and choosing which contact i'm going to use to give a decision and which contact i won't use to give a decision as simple as that which mm, is not you know what fair I, for the i really am wishing on the on the 17th on the 17th uh, united should not get a penalty i am really hoping because you guys are uh, going to go ballistic i can see that you, whether you can, it is you earned properly or not you guys are going to go ballistic i can see that so you, you i can really only actually hope. am saying that you don't get a penalty that day you can hope but the money has been paid and you know as a professional if any money <laughs> anywhere you pay the money you get the job done <laughs> okay enough 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 of that but uh, yeah honestly uh, we want a good title race uh, not like last year so looks like united are the latest uh, challengers which is a good thing and it should be because it's only liverpool's fault that they couldn't beat west brom at home fulham away uh, i mean these are relatively weaker of like west brom Yeah, West Brom have been beat Newcastle away exactly, and it's not. I'm not bringing up that, right? It's nothing to do. Liverpool have their own problems, injuries, and they're not playing well. They're not. Their front three haven't clicked. A lot's going on there, right? And there's no excuse there. They should have beaten West Brom. And of Brom. course, they did. Of course, the biggest thing that uh, I know you feel uh, astigated about is uh, Liverpool's newest enemy in the form of VAR. So. Yeah, well, that a- makes it harder, right? Like it's it's enough to beat those, you know, go against those all talented and amazing teams. But then again, mm-hmm. if you're fighting the officials of the game, then that's a big uh, opposition to fight with or against. So convenient, yeah. To put it on the put it on a technology which is there to help help the game for the better. No, the it's not on the technology it's the people who are using the technology. Technology is fine and in its place. And that's been the case. Hey, I've been following Liverpool from the 90s. We have been robbed by referees uh, long ago. Uh, <laughs> okay. But the fact that VAR is here uh, allowed us to win our league and now I guess they have taken that back and said okay, no. Let's just uh, force it back again to so that we have all the control. But anyway, um that's okay so when you when you say that uh, you know var has uh, or oh, sorry referees have robbed um yeah. liverpool of several games and you know yeah. crucial yeah. Uh, matches as well so would you say uh, what happened in uh, the what on 22nd march 2015 was the referee wrong there as well 2015 what what happened then 22nd March 2015 a certain Mr uh, CVG was sent off oh my god just 30 okay, seconds after obsessed? are you secretly his <laughs> fan are you secretly oh, Gerard's really? fan because i don't remember like dates yeah, in uh... absolutely i am such a big gerard fan that i really loved his past <laughs> luis suarez in the world cup 
thinking that they're playing for Liverpool. Oh, I mean, you remember so much of him with dates and years. Wow, that's uh, commendable. I think I'm, I'm impressed. Uh, no, but yeah, I don't, I don't counter, know. With your points, we need to be factually correct. No, so I don't want to take any chances. That's no, no, I'm just saying so generally. I mean, if you see even this season, I'm just talking about. I, I don't talk in air like other Liverpool fans, you know. I don't mm-hmm. talk in the air. If I do make a mistake, I immediately correct myself. But unfortunately, other people don't realize. Uh, but you haven't accepted like. I remember you accepting some of the penalties were dubious, but now you're saying no, 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 all the penalties were like the Pogba one. You, sh- I mean, it didn't, it wasn't a penalty. I mean, for me, but it looked clear like a, you know, a it's okay. Trip. I know, I know. Any penalty that we win is not a penalty for you, so that's okay. Moving on. Okay, moving on, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's that. And then, uh, well, City. Let's talk about City's game against Everton. I think we did speak about it last time. So that game got postponed because they had some COVID issues. So they had two players, I think, who had uh, or support like their team uh, had COVID. So that got postponed. And then Kyle Walker and a few others, I think Benjamin Mendy and these guys were spotted partying outside in restaurants and bars. And <laughs> what's yeah. going on? Like. Seriously. I mean, um, they couldn't play against Everton, but they had to postpone it. Um, again, not saying anything. When Mane and Thiago and all these guys had COVID, we were forced to play each and every game uh, against Everton or whoever. As we speak of City, they're playing I mean, Chelsea. I mean, seriously, I mean, it's going to be like, see, if if by... Let's, let's just imagine a hypothetical mm-hmm. situation. Liverpool actually retains the title. The headlines mm-hmm. is going to read... <laughs> Despite so many issues, despite so many factors, Liverpool are such a yeah. great team that they won the game. And if they don't, then the headlines are going to be, Liverpool could not win because they had issues with injuries. VAR was not on their yeah. side. This was not there. That mm, was not mm. there. Klopp tore his hair out. Mane uh, started peeing on the field. All of these things. Will come on, hey, you're, you're getting... I'm forcing now, honestly. See, some of these are facts, no? They had injuries. They had their main <laughs> defender out. For the season, what are you talking about? Uh, th- th- some of these are facts. So, if you know, that's you know, a fact. A, that's a fact. I don't, I don't know if you have played this game. Uh, I, I, I don't know how many of our audience actually uh, plays mm. the FIFA game, but there was an edition of UEFA Champions League. Okay, uh, yeah. in that particular year, I think it was the 2005-2006 uh, season, and there was a, a mode called the treble. So uh, basically, mm. you become manager of a club of your choice, and you got you have to okay. win the league, the cup, and the Champions League with that team. The mm-hmm. first thing that happens is in the very first friendly match of the season, the lead defender, the captain of the team, gets injured for okay. the season. He goes out for the season practically. So mm. it's you're trying to say as if someone has actually replicated that game scenario, is it? No, I don't know about this game, but I'm just talking of what happened in reality. Uh, Van Dyke is out for the season, is he not? He is, right? Is he? I don't think so. so. There's, a, there's, a, there's a chance that he'll return back in April, right? Yeah, well, cha- April. April chance, I mean, it's an ACL. Usually players go out for a whole nine to ten months, right? So at this point, he is out, right? And if you see the defenders we got is like 18, 19 year old kids. But the, anyway, that's not anyone's problem except theirs. Um, 
but yeah why are we discussing their injuries right now okay anyway let's uh, i think we are talking about city right so <laughs> city and their covid no, issues you brought it out in such a manner that uh, you somehow connected it back to liverpool hence um, yeah that's oh, why hence i forfeited hence the furrow okay no 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 let's uh, come back i think this this season has been so different because of covid and all this and even now they're going back to tier 4 right so a lot of the cities who had crowds come in for i think two games or so are are going to ha- again have empty stadium so i think the season has been so different that i think it really starts now uh, the actual i think those scores you were seeing 7 nil 72 i think those are gone uh, and the top teams i think will will show either show up or fade away either way i, I think it's going to get a bit more clear like right now arsenal are back we, we were talking about relegation i i told you why did you why did you even speak of relegation the moment you did that <laughs> the moment we aired that episode i think they haven't lost a single game and they have been scoring goals yeah. <laughs> like 4-0 3-0 4-0 hey my yeah. goodness what a yeah, shock so, that is huh, arsenal you can thank us later but uh, i yep. mean <laughs> thank you later let's let's put it that way thank you later yeah let's just put it that way yeah but yeah uh, relegation hopes uh, i mean we don't hope anyone gets relegated i'm just saying like relegation chances are not there and i i, I did say it at that point i mean they are they are too good a side to be talking yeah, relegation yeah. but i mean right it, it would have been an outright catastrophe have that that yeah It yeah, it can again. Well, let's let's not uh, discount it. It still can. Supposing if they once again go back to their old ways of playing, then yeah, might still happen. But the chances of it happening is very low now. That is for sure. Yeah, but but Arsenal are are doing good. I think their youngsters are doing well. I think their uh, Saka has been really good. Um, he has big potential. and i think lacazette has started scoring so that's uh, that's a respite but like i said their defense still looks i know they haven't con- conceded but they haven't played that top oppositions as well right so i think the defense still looks and like i said if their goalkeeper gets injured by any chance man <laughs> then what you said is on <laughs> yeah they're in big trouble unless they gets a goalkeeper in january which is now so yeah that is something that they'll probably be looking out for let's see and uh, we are also uh, I, i don't know if you saw that i think saliba is one of the very upcoming and good defenders from lille uh, france who was bought by arsenal in the summer um, interestingly there have been some uh, issues with the player in the club since he has joined arsenal and it's pretty decent and things have gone so out of hand like apparently he wants to leave he just joined like this summer yeah. so It's so that is something to watch out for absolutely i'm getting a feeling that uh, they are not very good with man management yeah yeah absolutely i'm just getting with a feeling because see uh it's too many now make no bones about it mesodozel is mm-hmm. a great player absolutely. you are just what a player literally wasting him on the <laughs> on the sideline i mean come what on. a player he is if that if that isn't enough i don't see uh, how anyone else will be uh, you know i mean as rival fans we are missing watching his him play in the premier league i mean that says yeah. a lot about a player exactly and 
and it's not just wait, ozil there was Gendouzi. a there was a time i think there was a discussion there was a there was a rumor that was going around that united were trying to get him in ozil no, that's that a time they, i mean can use no uh, that time ozil actually uh, refused he refused and uh, i guess he might be ruining the chance not just with united with any other club for that matter i don't really Because blame I, for I, that I, but... i think there were some uh, inquiries that had come in from uh, psg as well from uh, atletico as well so they were all mm-hmm. rejected so i just oh, okay. hope that he doesn't uh, end up regretting all these uh, rejections yeah i wonder why he's uh, not choosing to move on uh, that's also a mystery right that gives an indication maybe he's I don't know he's, he's happy just from the okay. end of the deal uh, get the money and can just leave so i don't yeah, know that's it, if that that's sad. for him to go <laughs> for yeah. a player of him this caliber that that's sad. Because, uh, mm-hmm. it's not going to say anything positive about his uh, his current playing form um yeah and and yeah so it's not just ozil right it's ganduzi as well he was an upcoming uh, midfielder you know there's so much talk about him from the arsenal camp from the footballing camp like he's the next you know this and that is if you also got into the france national team which is tough right a world cup winning team you're not going to walk into that team so ganduzi got faced out and he's also not being considered right now and he's in the same ozil category jaka was there for a while and now we are hearing this player who has not even played kicked a ball for them is already planning to leave so uh, anyway so now let's talk about the um, liverpool southampton game actually <laughs> i mean it's city's league to win now right after all of the struggles really? that city what it's patronizing to say only city right now Who, who else? What do you mean? <laughs> It's okay. I know your memory is a little uh, weak after the loss of Southampton. Oh. Maybe by 17th you will realize. It's okay. No, you mean Southampton? Southampton are not in you know, a winning like yeah, they're playing well. I mean, but are you are you uh, I mean, having a you know issue with your hearing as well? I just said after the defeat with Southampton, mm-hmm. you will get to know it on the 17th. on the 17th okay 17th we are playing united manchester united okay yeah that's a one off game yeah they could harm us uh, which will make city gain more points because yeah they could sneak a draw maybe and then two points lost there and then city would go ahead even further yeah i agree i agree that's an important game though i completely agree on that absolutely so important that uh, you know Okay, I I don't want to use language, but um, I'm just a little appalled by the kind of disdain that so-called uh, football fans are showing towards United. No, no, so I mean, a, I mean, no, no. Jokes aside, jokes aside. Okay, okay. Let's let's. Um, so United have a realistic chance, right? Um, is what you are well, getting at? After a long time, <laughs> yes. After a long time, yes, I. I hate to say it after a long time but then that's a fact but definitely mm-hmm. they have uh, who are their like uh, top players i think they're in good form i think bruno fernandes uh, rashford and vr is a good has been a good signing uh, window this one for them what do you say 
um, what's the right word? Uh, <laughs> disillusioned isn't, as you may be. Isn't your front three? I, I thought your front three is Fernandez on the left, Rashford on the right, and Var at the mid, middle through the center. <laughs> So disillusioned as you may be, Var um, mm. is not a friend, and uh, there is no. Var okay. has actually given us enough troubles already, enough. So mm. uh, I, I don't. Yeah, I know. I mean, uh, when when you know teams that were that used to be at their supremacy a few years back, when they come back into the fold. I know there are some buttered teams, buttered uh, set of fans who kind of um, behave in the same manner. So that's okay. That is absolutely understandable. Not so surprising with uh, not so surprising. Purpose. So that's okay. So what about uh, okay? Let let's come to the games first. So Liverpool's loss to Southampton. I would say that was a strange, strange game. I don't think Liverpool are. Um, I wouldn't say they're looking complacent, but they're looking strange to play with each other because every week it's a new team, uh, whether it's a back. So Henderson started at the center back uh, for the first time, I think, in the league this year. So that didn't work out that well. And uh, I think Trent looked a bit jaded as well. So I think Liverpool are looking very much uh, affected by uh, their own uh, you know, issues that they're having. This season, and I think that's why I feel like City are looking way more settled now from the start of the league. And I feel like City are um, definitely one of the favorites to win the league. And that's why I called even before the league started that City will be the favorites no matter what. Um, but yeah, I, I think that was a weird loss. Uh, it's hard to uh, summarize one goal and then they sit back, and then Liverpool really didn't show much. Uh, and it didn't help that a uh, handball inside the box wasn't given as a penalty. But anyway, I don't want to <laughs> keep uh, talking about it. We all know it would have been given if there was another team playing. But uh, <laughs> let's uh, uh, okay. Let's let's uh, go to the capital one. What happened uh, to the semi-final between City and uh, United? I, I thought it was a golden opportunity for Ole to get some silverware. You know. It's kind of like a jinx between United and semi-finals. I think it's, it's it's quite a number of semi-finals that we have ended up losing in the last few years. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I was seeing somewhere that between Ole and uh, Maguire, I think they have, uh, what, four or five semi-finals that they've been to? Because uh, Maguire's been with England in the World Cup as well and lost, I mean, these stats... But, but they do show a direction. But what did you make of the game itself? Forget the stats, forget the, you know, fact that you have a chance. Actually, or I, I, uh, once again, I didn't watch the game. Uh, I was following the stats alone. So and, it didn't uh, work, did it? So I told first you. Half, first half, uh, I think we looked better. But I don't know. Um, second half, I think things changed dramatically. But City, for all their, uh, you know, uh, gamesmanship or whatever you want to call it, the goal scorers were uh, John Stones, who hasn't scored one in three years. <laughs> he was pretty much out of City's reckoning. And the other one was Fernandinho. He's been playing after a while now. And he it was a long-range effort. 
which was you know gone through the crowd as they say like you know the keeper was completely long footed so it wasn't like you know raheem sterling with a you know brilliant finish and a great game move no it was one from a set piece from the corner and the other was a long range effort so i don't know i mean if again if you united defenders like maguire and lindelof i don't know why he keeps playing them together like is there something wrong with bailey i mean why why does he keep pairing lindelof with maguire is not one maguire enough that you want another <laughs> beside him his name is eric bailey by the way yeah that is a question i think is befuddling a lot of united fans as well yeah. i won't deny because uh, bailey had a very good game against aston villa uh, yeah. he should have started against city for sure yeah because last year or last That's- season uh ole when he, when united went out of uh, fa cup semis uh, he said uh, or he, he didn't categorically say this but a lot of you know ferdinand and all the pundits around said oh no he wants to prioritize top 4 finish and you know top 4 means a lot champions league football is everything and uh, that's why you know fa cup doesn't mean much but then now they're out of champions league and now you know you have the capital one final and you don't play your best defenders you can't even say that oh no i'm saving him for the liverpool game or whatever you know because that's 10 days from today or from the game so i don't know i found it pretty strange but uh, yes i think city were looking good i think kdp is one player man I, if if there's any player that we want in your club i, I would say kevin de bruyne for sure i mean I don't, so. uh, I, I don't think so. I think there are better players than him. Uh, I would not agree on that. For me, he's the best midfielder in the Premier League, hands down. Maybe Thiago comes first and then him. I think, I think you're forgetting a certain Mr. Son. Hyunmin Son, yeah, he is prolific. He is amazing, but he's not. I wouldn't really put him in the midfielder category. He is your like he's not my defense like kevin de bruyne can be an engine of the team he was running from side to side if you've seen the game it's just not the passes or the plays he was relentless he, he the energy he showed tracking back and defending as well as attacking of course is immense and I, you bring up a good point by son but then son is i see him more as a winger forward slash creative midfielder kind of role i don't see him as a proper you know like central midfielder who can do both who who can do box to box as well as track back and be a defender when needed um that's why i feel the they're different uh, in a way um same I, i think if i had to compare son i would compare him with bruno fernandes where i think there's a big gap there i think son is way better but then that those are the two kind of similar roles because bruno doesn't really track back or you know he's he's more of a creative midfielder uh, or he can even play in the wing but players like kevin de bruyne and thiago and uh, you know like uh, verati in who plays in the italian league Uh, Casemiro, Cruz, Tony Cruz, all these are like in one category. I feel like at the moment Kevin De Bruyne is definitely one of the best, if not the best, for sure. That's what I feel. I know I sidetracked. 
<laughs> but I just felt like my observation on the game was like okay. he was pretty good in that game. But uh, yeah, so so what's left for United this season? I think it's the league, right? It's the league and the FA Cup. I think they're playing FA Cup this weekend and then there's a league games coming up, Burnley. And so United, correct me if I'm wrong, if they beat Burnley, they go uh, at the top of the league, don't they? Is that a realization that you're having just now? No, no. Sad I mean, one, in a way. It's not a sad one at all. I'm just asking is if that's the case because, no, because uh, the, the table's been happens, changing so frequently. You do realize what is happening on 17th, right? What is happening on 17th? 17th is a game, one-off game between United and Liverpool, whatever will happen. One-off game for you for now, but uh, let's hope it remains a one-off game for you and not doesn't become a bit of a um, bit of a hiding. Yeah, let's see. Uh, again, I'm not going to predict anything right now because my predictions haven't exactly panned out well. So, <laughs> uh, but for, no, yeah. I, I think they, they are doing really well. It's it's not that. It's just that, um, is it a coincidence that when they don't get a penalty or they don't get something from the referee, they oh, usually... Oh, yeah, yeah. You guys, are, you guys are prolific at pointing that out even when United are not the team that you're playing against. Like, I'm, I'm quite surprised that in the match when you were literally schooled by uh, Southampton, out of, out of the blue, mm-hmm. out of the blue, the great uh, cop brings up uh, the point of uh, what I have not won uh, half the penalties in five mm-hmm. years with Liverpool that Ole and uh, United have won in the last two years. Yeah, what, that's a fact. What is the point of bringing that up when you are ju- when you have just been schooled by Southampton? For God's sake. No, he brought it up because it was a follow-up question to the penalty claim where Genie Wijnaldum hit a shot at goal and uh, one of the yeah, defenders so put their arm out. That, but you don't have to bring in United into it and to create unnecessary uh, partisan feelings mm-hmm. before a rival. That's <laughs> well, it's not unnecessary. I I, it's a fact, right? It is a fact that United have got around like what 42 penalties again uh, under Ole in two years. That's if, a big number. If a team deserves a penalty, I don't understand why you guys are not able to con- be stay content with the fact that they got it because they deserved it. See, Simple if they like deserved that. it, if they deserved it, there won't be so much talk about it. <laughs> as simple yeah, as that. If they deserved yeah, it, the reporter is not going to ask these questions. No one is going to talk on social media. The point is not being raised because they deserve The point is because other teams probably are not creating enough chances for a penalty, no matter however it comes. Chances that, for a penalty? You don't create chances for a penalty. You create chances for a goal. I may have misspoken there. Probably, Unless that's uh, the tactic. Creating chances for a penalty, I would refer to forcing the other team to mm. uh, foul you in places where you can hurt them. So, yeah, let's, if let's other know teams what. Also, if other teams can also end up doing that, I think they should have valid claims of penalties as well. No, I, no, it, it's okay. I mean, it's it's uh, it's hard for people to talk about it because you have no control over it. The guys who do don't really uh, have a transparent mechanism. I think the Liverpool, uh, not just Liverpool, I think Villa and some other sides have been hard done by VAR and whatnot. But you can't. There's no control over it. So let's move on to the game itself. So 
what happens on 17th i, I think it's going to be well, a very glad that you realized that uh, var doesn't play on the central uh, central forward position for us no var does play central forward that's the whole challenge right that's why the challenge becomes even more uh, it becomes bigger so oh make no mistake about that var is your <laughs> main <laughs> uh, if you count the number of goals scored by your um, antony martial i think it's not even one third of what var so scored when he goes back on his own words let's make a note of that it's okay okay so looking at the 17th game between united and liverpool <laughs> who would have thought that it's going to be one versus two either way it's going to be one versus two so i don't think anybody would have thought of that first of all before the season started uh but that makes it a big game doesn't it it makes it a big 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 game <laughs> uh, it, See, once, again, once again you are forgetting that it may not be a one versus two it may be a two versus one also there is a huge possibility of that yeah, yeah that's what i mean either way that's why i said either way so it's either one versus two two versus whatever i think it's very important because the way you like rubbing into the noses that you guys are champions and have been champions league so many times i think it is a fair point that should be elaborated at every opportunity possible it sure, may not sure. be a one versus two it might it might be again i'm i'm bo- big enough to give you the uh, you know mm-hmm. uh, the consideration that uh, it may still be a one versus two because uh, surprises can happen in football anytime uh, yeah burnley might give us a shock uh, but again let's see how that goes okay that will be beyond if burnley ends up beating or even drawing the game that's going to be a shock for sure i don't see it happening but yeah who knows um but coming to this game uh, united's are favorites aren't they because they have a full strength squad going into the game they are on in form like you said and uh, so they should be beating liverpool then right because we don't have defenders uh, who are fit so that may be a problem uh, overall so would you say united is our favorites going into the game i'm <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> i'm 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 just amazed at the way you know you're able to twist and turn uh, at every possible opportunity that you're always trying to come back from adversities and <laughs> always be in a position of challenge for liverpool i mean come yeah. on seriously seriously okay if if united are at number 1 which see you are now disregarding the that fact that united could be number 1 going into the game so then aren't we the underdogs then so that is why i'm saying it could be two versus one as well so no it could, but when i'm giving one. when i'm giving the uh, you know like Uh, i'm giving uh, heat to that scenario where united could be the number one team like spurs were the number one team when they came we were underdogs liverpool was underdog in that game and it showed we were one we were locked at one all and it needed something big from one of their forwards to salvage the points so that's it's the same thing right if united come to anfield being uh, as the leaders of the league at that point 
then definitely Liverpool are the underdogs in that game. Right? It's a fact. <laughs> no, no, I mean, uh, I think it'll be an attacking game, right? I, I think... Uh, well, they expect nothing less, especially uh, after all the uh, hype and the build-up that has come up. Unnecessarily to an extent as well. Yeah. From the no, because the fact that we, Liverpool can come up with 15 different tactics to beat United, but how are you going to come up against VAR, which is their main, you know, strike force? I mean, I, I don't see a tactic for that. So I'm pretty yeah, sure like something crazy is going to happen and VAR is going to do at least a penalty, at least one. I mean, come on. So I, I think I think Liverpool will should go into the game with a mindset of concede like they're already one nil down or something. I think that may be a good tactic, right? <laughs> what? Huh? No comments. Honestly, no comments. See, that's that's what happens when when you when United fans are uh, you know confronted with the reality. They always kind of go back to that. Shell. What reality? What reality are you talking about? You guys will not be able to accept the fact that there is a team that is mm. probably maybe a little luckier. I won't deny. Luck has always been on the side when the, when it comes to war. But then there have been chances also that has created such situations. Mm. I just don't understand how is it that the other teams don't realize it. And just keeps claiming that, oh, there's been a... Uh, there's always favor towards... United from war. I mean, that is... It kind of goes against the institution of fair play and all of that. So, it's, it's unfair, actually. But anyways, that's how butthurt fans are. It's okay. No, for me, I, th- I think uh, it, this season has been uh, very different. And now we are going into... I mean, UK has gone into another lockdown. And I think the cases have been rising drastically. Uh, at, yeah, it has. It has. So... There is one logic as to when the league stopped, right, last season, there were lesser cases than what we are seeing right now, per day cases, I'm talking about, in UK. So isn't there an argument to kind of take a pause, or can they not do that because there's Europe and a lot of things are riding in 2021, or how well, are you going? Well, technically they should, but then uh, I, I don't see that happening, to be honest. Because uh, the games are going on in full flow, uh, yeah, yeah, the crowds are the crowds are gone once again. That is for sure. But they're but, traveling uh, a lot, right? It's not like yeah, uh, exactly. They're traveling At through the length and breadth of the country. UEFA was able to control and complete the mm-hmm. Champions League last year commendably. I think yeah. that has to be said. Yeah, and that's why I, I don't keep. Think anyone... uh, yeah, and that's why I keep harping about having common venues for these games is a way of eradicating this uh, or kind of being cautious, right? Uh, like Aston Villa that have more than 10 players. You have, you have some silly uh, man management, I mean, team managements that are, I don't know, they are, I don't know what they're thinking because um, they keep reporting multiple players having contracted the virus and yet they are playing a game and... Uh, yeah. I don't know how the opposition teams are actually accepting uh, a match being played when at least a huge number of the opposition is actually uh, 
I mean, they have been certified as having been contracted with the virus. So it's it's a bit bit of a shock. And Villa's um, team, uh, ten of their first team, so uh, uh, including I think Jack Grealish as well, they're all uh, COVID patients now, and 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 their training center has been closed. Like they're not training for any game. So the game between Villa and Spurs this week might not even happen, or Villa might have to field a very young team from their under 23s. Either way, so. You might ask if Villa goes down by, you know, a point or two, you know, three points, you, you might question Premier League and say, is it fair when there's a pandemic and their players are affected that they're being forced to play a game, you know? Um, okay. So, prediction time. Score predictions. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's do a few predictions. I think we haven't done in a while any predictions so i think let's do the first one which is gonna be okay wolves everton who do you think i think uh, it will be uh 2-0 to everton 2-0 to everton okay okay i'm going 2-1 to everton i think i I think still everton will win because wolves have been very much out of form uh, and their season has been also very stop and start kind of season uh burnley versus united uh one nil to united who var on the score sheet or okay okay i'll, I'll drop that for now um <laughs> i know I you think... won't so don't don't say that so i know you're not going to i think it's going to be three nil honestly speaking honestly speaking now i am literally praying that <laughs> War does not play a role in the Liverpool. Oh, you can pray all you I'll want, but I know I'll not hear the end of it from Butterfield. You, you can pray all you want. The money has been paid. It has been accepted. It's done. It's in oh, their balance. Yeah. But... Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And you are the uh, insider. <laughs> uh, you know the WikiLeaks type. Who has well, you can make a the can... bank accounts of uh, the War officials and uh, everything. The technology, the people who have designed the technology, you've seen the bank accounts of all of them, right? Yeah. Educated guess. Educated guess. Okay, okay. Three nil for me. United winning three nil. I think it's gonna be a route. Uh, next, I think Villa versus Tottenham. Uh, I don't think that game is going to happen. Or if it happens, then Villa is gonna lose. So there's no point in predicting it. The other game I think we can do is uh, definitely. Uh, let me see yeah so let's do the final which is uh okay let's do the Leicester versus Chelsea game also what do you think that's because I feel it's going to be an interesting game right because Lampard's like we already said is is in a spot of bother for sure yeah so I think that game is crucial for them to win even though they're playing away from home what do you think is going to happen there well, honestly speaking, with Chelsea, it's a little hard to predict because uh, I, I didn't expect them to beat City, but then uh, the the kind of route that it was... The performance, yeah. The, yeah. the scoreline may not suggest it that it was a route, but mm-hmm. we know it. I think it was, it was a clear route. Right, so. yeah. I'm going with Let's, Leicester, actually. I yeah, think I'm Leicester will beat. I'm surprised if you do. 
can expect yeah and, and and brendan rogers is being talked about for the chelsea job because he's worked there before as a assistant manager under Mourinho. so that would be interesting well uh, if rogers was a leicester boss and you know beat chelsea and then chelsea hired him <laughs> uh, that will be interesting okay so let's come to the last one which is liverpool versus it's united a strange one right i mean players yeah. and managers between the mm-hmm. two clubs liverpool and chelsea they kind of have a, uh, <laughs> a fondness for each other in a way i mean i can think of at least three players who have donned the colors of liverpool and chelsea and managers also in a way mm-hmm. yeah rafa benitez and Brendan Rodgers and players, I think, what, Fernando Torres and then Joe Cole. Yeah. Some of them, yeah. Uh, oh, he, this guy played well as well. Uh, what's his name? Jeez. Oh, my God. Okay, I can't remember it. Um, anyway, uh, let's predict Liverpool versus United. What do you think is going to be the scoreline? You go first because anyways, you are... You're looking forward to add VAR to the sheet, so let me see how much of a uh, how much of a game time do you give VAR? I literally yeah, I think, have to call. I think VAR will have uh, its effect, and I'm going with a two-two. I'm going with two-all. I think it's gonna be two-one, and then uh, there'll be a VAR penalty after the whistle or something, and then it'll be a two-two. <laughs> let me ask you a question. Uh, how much have you had to drink? <laughs> Nothing. It's it's afternoon here, uh, so I'm not going to be drinking in the afternoon. Not, not that I drink in the evening as well, but just putting it out there. <laughs> what? It's a fair... You asked a prediction. I said to all. What? What's wrong with you? No, I mean, this is like... <laughs> you're, you're just going bonkers, literally. After the whistle, penalty will be awarded. I mean, are you kidding me? Well, it has just happened. It has happened this season. Well, that one... Once just once, the fact that it has happened once is a big thing. It's happened, so yeah, but you how know. can you end a game when there is a definite claim of a penalty and it should be given? I mean, how can you? How, yeah, I mean, how so that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, how can you? Yeah, that's so. That's what I'm just saying. It can happen again. How? It's the same logic, right? How can you end a game when there's a claim of penalty? I think that's how it's gonna go. So I would say two all for me. How about you? I would say uh, scrappy one-all. One-all, okay. Mm-hmm. So you're saying only VAR's going to score and then that's it. Yeah, that's possible. I was thinking maybe one. They'll score one. But... Uh, <laughs> so you're both going for a draw. Hmm. Not, not willing to, you know, back our team, but... Uh, Fair enough. No, I'm being um, realistic. I would, I would honestly, honestly speaking, I would hope that that game actually kind of changes the definition of how VAR is being looked at as a 11th player for United. I really hope that well, happens. Uh, no, but since you're putting them as a center forward, so makes him 11th, right? In a way. Oh yeah, they are the center forward, but you still have another eleven. The fact that Martial is choosing to be invisible—that's his own uh, doing. But <laughs> no one can do anything. I really, I would really hope that 
you don't have to eat your own word next week but anyways let's see no i it doesn't matter one game doesn't change a player or change a manager or anything right one game is a game but anything can happen um especially with liverpool's defense the attacking team that united are or this claim they are they should at least score two goals for me but come on you liverpool's conceded seven against villa so if aston villa can score seven united can definitely do better right they're the better team and you're saying they'll score one <laughs> <laughs> okay no problem uh anyway we'll uh, so far our viewers we'll try to do a lo- watch along for the game and see how it goes we haven't done it before so please bear with us uh, <laughs> uh, we'll try and see if it can be done and uh, in- keep it posted on our twitter and instagram handle as well um okay so do you want to jump into the baller of the week uh, then yeah sure okay so my nom difficult this one it is a very difficult one yeah it is a very because there have been no outstanding like standout exactly. performer that's that isn't right yeah this hmm. week so uh, i don't know i i felt one nominee i have is ruben diaz uh, ruben diaz is a obviously plays for manchester city is a defender mm-hmm. um i really love the way he played uh, the semi final and just just from the time that he has joined city right it hasn't been easy for him like many players who are coming from a different league but i think he has really solidified the defense i think he is the number one player in the team sheet and kind of given pep some kind of confidence because since company left right uh, pep was looking a bit uh, circumspect uh, with the defense right because automendi wasn't the guy so they sold him and now ruben diaz looks pretty good and he wasn't that expensive also like i think they got him for 40 50 million so anyway well i, I thought he is one of the candidates for me um, i really liked uh, his performance well uh, i can probably uh, try and rub a little salt into the wounds and say danny ings of course yeah danny ings oh my god what a player he is <laughs> Yeah, right. he's another uh, he's, player i think um, yeah, he is such an unlucky unlucky he's forward he's not on the best side of his age right when he was 24 25 he was plagued with injuries for continuously for 2 3 years straight and he is a very talented talented player but i don't know if he's a baller of the week but hmm. he's a contender for sure Another contender who I can think of is uh, De Bruyne. Oh yeah, uh, De Kevin mm-hmm. De Bruyne then uh, another um, an outside chance I would say for Tillemans, Yuri Tillemans from Leicester. Tillemans is good. Of course the yeah, um, of course But the no. <laughs> usual suspect of Son can always be there no yeah son is fine i i think kevin de bruyne is a good shout because against uh, in the game against chelsea i think he scored right he scored and he assisted he one and he had a overall i think he had a very good performance yeah i think he was a very very good performer and even in uh, i thought even in the semi final 
uh, against yeah. United, even though he was on the score sheet, I felt like he was like relentless. He was on the ball like he isn't giving any space to the United players, and I don't know. I, I like I mentioned, right? So yeah, I, I think I'm I'm sold on Kevin De Bruyne. If you're yeah, I didn't bring it up. I I, I forgot his name, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So yeah, I think uh, then yeah, I think it should be Kevin De Bruyne. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think yeah, that's what it should have been easy. Uh, okay. So Kevin De Bruyne is our baller of the week, and with that, we have come to the end of this episode, and um, we'll talk to you guys next weekend. And as I said, keep an eye out for the watch along links. Uh, on our social media. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Please like, share and comment uh, on our episodes and let us know what you want to see and what are the changes you would like to see. Yes. Um, all feedbacks are welcome and we do need your support to grow this channel. We are also uh, active on Instagram. Uh, reach us out on that as well. Wish you all a good sporting week. <laughs>